Welcome back to another episode of Stories with Benji. That's right, I decided on a title. And I, uh, I'm i just looking for my... Does anybody else hate... Uh, I guess it's a love-hate relationship with earbuds or those like Bluetooth... I guess Apple popular, popularized it with the AirPods, but I got a pair of these Bluetooth um, headphones here, and I always lose one. I find I just take it out and set it somewhere. I don't have the wherewithal, for whatever reason, to put it back in its freaking case. Anyway, forget about that. This is the story about the time that I had a run-in with a gopher that wound me, uh, that I wound up in the hospital. Now, it wasn't serious, it wasn't an overnight stay or anything, but it was kind of a big deal and kind of dramatic. So I've always had this pension, this love for animals, and I think most people do. Like, you see an animal in, in pain, or you see an animal that, that needs some love, you just gotta, like puppies or kittens, you just gotta mm, squeeze them maybe a little bit. Um, not too hard, though. Uh, you gotta be gentle. Um, except for I've got a mouse problem right now. You may have seen it if you follow me on social media. And, uh, yeah, they, they've kind of taken over. So mice I care less about than other animals. However, I, I, I'm hesitant to say rodents because of the nature of this story, but... I digress. So I was driving down Woodstock, my hometown. I was driving down Connell Street. And if you are familiar with Woodstock, that is the main street. Not that it matters. It has nothing to do with the story. But I was driving down this main street. And as I'm driving down this uh, four lane, two on each side, I, I see this gopher crawling uh, ish, crawling ish across the street. And it, it, it's sad. Because any animal that's in pain is going to make you feel like your heart uh, is just going to wrench. Either you want to put it out of its misery, which is kind of gruesome, or you want to help it. You want to you want to do what you can to be able to make it feel better. So that's what I did. I, nah, okay, I'll be honest, not at first. At first, I drove on by, and then I had this pit in my stomach. I pulled into my parents' driveway, which is probably uh, 500 meters from where this gopher was. And I, I deliberated with myself the entire five-second drive from uh, where the gopher was in the road to my parents' driveway. I deliberated the entire time whether or not I was going to go or do anything. Whether or not I cared. It's roadkill. It happens all the time. It just... I don't know. But... Seeing this gopher, the way he was, he was pulling himself with his arms across the road, or at least attempting to, and it just broke my heart. So what I did was I uh, parked at my parents' place. By the time I got there, pulled into the driveway, I had made my decision. I decided that I was going to go save, or at least attempt to save this gopher. I threw, I was driving a truck at the time, I threw my truck into park, threw open the door, slammed the door, and ran up uh, through a, a car lot and into the road. And I dramatically, like something out of a movie, I dramatically threw my hands up to stop traffic and walked out into traffic and was like, whoa, 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 stopped everybody. And I leaned down and picked up this wounded gopher. 
Now, the wounded gopher, I didn't know um, whether he'd survive or not. Heck, I didn't even have a plan. I didn't have a vehicle. Was I just going to pick him up and take him to my parents' place? Anyway, he was distraught, <laughs> to say the least. So I picked him up. I grabbed him sort of under the shoulders um, or under the armpits, I guess, if gophers have armpits. And I picked him up and was going to take it from there. But what happened was I grabbed him. And of course, like any animal that is a feared or any animal that is scared, wounded, is going to try to protect itself. So when I picked him up, I held him up and he bit me on my index finger on my right hand. Gophers, they have strong jaws, strong teeth. So it tore blood. So not only was he bleeding, but I was bleeding as well. And in a reflexive manner, I, I, I pulled back or I choked up on him, on his body, and I pulled him in close to my stomach, and uh, he bit my stomach, which uh, made me yelp, and I was walking out of traffic, uh, and uh, it was a mess. So he was dripping with blood, I was dripping with blood, and I walk over to the side where this is a superstore parking lot. I walk over to, the, to this parking lot, and I see this white minivan with two ladies sitting in it, and I'm holding this gopher that's just wiggling, just just writhing, trying to get away. And I see these two ladies, and they are uh, awestruck. They are just so, I don't know if it was confusion or what, but they were staring at me. So, uh, naturally, I walked over. I, I had hands full of gopher, and I walked over, and I got them to roll down the window, and... I asked if I could make a call. Now, I was going to call my mom because uh, she was the only one I really, to be honest, knew her cell phone number right off without pulling a phone out of my pocket. But also, uh, she would know what to do. Or at least I hoped she'd know what to do. Anyway, I, uh, I asked these ladies if I could use their phone, if I could make a call. And the lady in the passenger seat, um, bless her heart, she tried to hand me the phone and I simply gestured with the gopher lifting him up at this point he had stopped moving and uh, I I really couldn't make that phone call because I literally had my hands full so I told them I gave them her number they dialed it I got uh, they put it on speaker thank goodness they didn't try to hold it to my ear and I got mom to come I didn't really have a an explanation whatsoever of what um, I was going to do or what I had even did. I tried to explain it in part, but it really didn't make sense. I just said, come now, I need assistance in the superstore parking lot. So, uh, I hung up, she was on her way, it wouldn't take her long, maybe a few minutes, and, uh, I thanked the ladies and they, uh, drove away. So I walked back over to the curb from whence I came and I, uh, was was going to just sit down and relax the shot of adrenaline that had rushed me from my parents place into traffic and uh to grab this gopher still i was bleeding he was bleeding but i was coming down off that high so i sat down onto the curb and i was uh, still confused I, I i really had no idea what I was gonna do with the gopher but as I sat there holding him between my knees I could tell that he had most likely passed on what I could see was no longer blood dripping from his nose but but what looked like clear fluid I presume 
it was brain fluid. And that probably meant he was either dead or had severe brain damage. Anyway, he was not coming back. So I sat there disdained, sad, quite frankly, that this gopher had died quite literally in my arms. And I sat there with both hands on him, and blood was pooling on the ground. Blood and brain matter, and his blood, and my blood, and I had a flap of skin on my finger that was just sort of there. Anyway, Mum eventually arrived, and she had some boxes, thankfully, from the office in her trunk where we folded them up, put him inside, and, uh took me to the hospital because there's a good chance if I get a big chunk taken out of my finger, um, I might have rabies. So we went to the hospital and I think it was one of the quickest waits at the hospital. I wasn't in the waiting room more than uh, 30 minutes, maybe, which is crazy to me because other times I've been to the hospital, I will wait for hours and hours and hours. If you listen to the previous episode, you will know that for a possible broken foot, granted, I didn't wait or I waited too long uh, to actually go to the hospital. Regardless, I got in faster with a bite from a gopher from a rodent than I did with a potential broken foot than I did with metal in my eye, a story you haven't heard yet, but... I got in so quick, the nurse, I told them the story, even the triage nurse sort of just laughed at me, and I was just, I had no other explanation other than, I guess, I was trying to be a good person. Which is kind of hard to explain, where they ask if I was a vet, and no, I'm not a vet, I guess I'm kind of aspiring to be one, or I just, I care about animals. So I get in, and I get into my hospital room, for lack of a better term, and I'm sitting on the bed, and the nurse comes in, dresses my wounds, uh, I'm dripping blood on the floor, I apologize for that, there's nothing I could really do about it, and the doctor comes in and asks me if I want the rabies shot. Now, if if you've had a had a doctor ask you what you want, I, I I mean he's the professional. I would think that he should should know best. And basically, what he explained to me was that rabies is extremely rare. Unless you've been bitten by something who is is rabid, something who has rabies very clearly, foaming at the mouth then you you probably need the shot. But if you have not, then you most likely don't need it. Um, as far as I understand it from people I know who've gotten the shot before and from the doctor's explanation, which was, quite frankly, kind of callous, it's a big needle in your butt. There's, there's really no other way of saying it. It is a big needle in your butt. And the doctor said it even hurts. He didn't even shot. He said it hurts. He, uh, what were his exact words? His exact words were, it hurts like hell. Okay, probably don't want to get myself a rabies shot then. So I opted not to. I nursed my wounds. They looked at the bite on my stomach. It hadn't broken the skin. It wasn't a big deal. Now, there have been other times when I've been bitten by animals and stuff, and of course you get nipped by pets and all the time, but, but this time, this was different. It was, it was weird to be bit by a gopher. 
Um, I'd never really been bitten by a wild animal before, but even now as I have my mouse problem or my, my rat problem, I had a rat problem in Moncton one time. When I lived in Moncton going to welding school, we had an infestation of, of rats, and it was something that I got some rat traps, some of the inhumane ones. Um, I, I built caskets for them. I was in welding school. I built some boxes. We buried them in the backyard. It was cute. But I, I had a rat infestation when I lived in, in Moncton, and there was one... Remember, this was the first time I murdered. This was the first time that I killed anything, which makes me... I don't know. I tried to kill a gopher once in mom and dad's backyard, but I wasn't able to. Basically, it was in a live trap. It had broken, uh, not a live trap, but a, a trap. And it had slammed shut on its, on its jowls, on its mouth, and it had broken its nose. Undoubtedly, it would die in the wild. Um, I've gotten sidetracked. I will get back to the rat. Uh, in just a moment, but I, this, this gopher that was in a trap in mom and dad's backyard, I was all, I, I was gonna be manly, and I was gonna go, and I was just gonna take a shovel, and just, goosh, I was gonna take its head off, and it wouldn't be a big deal, and then I got there, and I saw this thing, and it was whimpering, and it was crying, and it was a devastating sight to see, and I couldn't do it, I had to have the trapper, the guy who had set the trap, come back, and actually kill the thing. Which made me feel awful. I mean, I should be manly enough to be able to kill a rodent. But I guess I've got a soft spot for animals. Anyway, back to the rats in Moncton. I got these little the clapper traps, like the old school mouse traps, just massive. Um, for our rats in Moncton, they like to get in our garbage and just make a freaking mess. They would just tear the bags apart and then spew garbage everywhere, which drove me absolutely insane because there was constantly a mess on the deck where we stored our garbage. Yeah, we probably should have stored it somewhere better. Anyway, doesn't matter. These rats killed a few of them. And then one day I came home from school in the middle of the afternoon and I just saw blood everywhere. This is a really gory story. I'm sorry about that. This may need to be explicit. That's too bad. Anyway, there was blood everywhere. My trap was still there with nothing in it, which I thought was weird. But there was blood just, like, smeared all over the deck. And I was sort of looking around, and I heard this, like, whining, crying, almost a scurrying, even. And I looked over the banister of the deck, and I saw this this rat clearly in pain and quite honestly probably dying like the gopher was the the first gopher all three gopher both gophers the same thing and this poor rat was was dead dying not dead he was writhing again these traps are so inhumane because they break their snout or they break their nose and then they can't breathe and then they go die somewhere else if they escape from the trap that's that's terrible but this rat was there, and I knew that I had to do something. I had to put it out of its misery. And this was the first time I'd ever actually contemplated killing something. This was pre um, that uh, that other gopher in Mom and Dad's backyard. But I I, I, I called Mom. I didn't I didn't know what to do. I, I had absolutely no idea how to to dispose of, if you will, this this rat in our backyard. All the other ones, they were clapped in the trap. They were dead. I just either threw them somewhere or, like I said, I built a little casket for them. 
and bury them in the backyard. But this one, I felt bad for it. So I called mom and I was like, I, I know what I have to do, but do I do it? Do I actually kill the rat? Obviously, she assured me that it was just a stupid, filthy, disgusting rodent, and I needed to get rid of him. However, that didn't change the way my heart felt. I still felt bad for the thing. Like, he was in pain. He, I know he needed to be put out of his misery, but like I regretted the whole situation. So, what I did, which if you don't like hearing gruesome details, I'm not going to tell it in extraordinary detail, but I grabbed my hatchet. And it took a couple swings, but I was able to lop his head off, and the poor, poor guy. He was just in so much pain. It, it had to be done, but that, it made me feel awful, and something like that makes me wonder, will I be able to kill my own animals when I have a farm? I understand that they're for food, they're for meat, and I eat meat all the time. I'm not going to go vegan. I need my body needs that, that kind of protein, but will I be able to kill chickens? Will I be able to kill a cow or goats or whatever I need to? to slaughter them for meat? And I don't, I don't know the answer to that question. I'm not sure if I would be able to. Would you? Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, if you would like more, feel free to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And uh, yeah, check out everything else that I am working on. I really appreciate it. And thank you for tuning in. I think I could